Morning. What a great honor and a privilege it is to be with you this morning. What a great way to summarize how we show up in our spaces. Because there's a lot that can be learned from this very graphic display of violence. The imagery that we get when we see John the Baptist lose his head because of his unwillingness to compromise his faith. The scripture tells us that King Herod heard about Jesus and his disciples. He heard the story of how the people that John the Baptist was and had the reason for his power and his authority. And because Herod heard this, he was intimidated by him. King Herod had John the Baptist arrested and imprisoned because John the Baptist would not bless the relationship of Herodias and him. Herodias was his brother's wife, Philip, and King Herod married her anyhow. John the Baptist kept telling King Herod that it was not legal for him to marry Herodias. King Herod tried to protect John the Baptist as long as he could until he messed up and told Herodias that she could have anything she wanted, including half of his kingdom. He allowed Herodias to dance before him and his guests at his birthday, and her seductive dance caused him to offer whatever her heart desired. Herodias quickly ran to seek the counsel of her mother, and her mother gives her the advice to ask for John the Baptist's head on a platter. Herodias quickly ran back into the council of King Herod and asked, John the Baptist, asked for John the Baptist's head to be placed on a platter. Well, King Herod, not wanting to show that he is not a man of his word and was saddened by the request, he sent men to perform the act that was requested by Herodias. They beheaded John the Baptist and brought his head on the platter to the king and to Herodias. Herodias then gave John the Baptist's head to her mother. And then the disciples came to collect what was left of his body to place it in a tomb. You may be asking why I retell the story. And you may be asking yourself, well, to hear the story told brings to our memory how we can sometimes be one of these biblical characters. Let's start with King Herod. King, uh, King Herod heard about the works of Jesus and his disciples. He knew about the power and the authority that John the Baptist had, and yet he still imprisoned and then executed him. How many times have we seen someone that is working, uplifting those that are downtrodden, those that are marginalized, those that are impressed, and take the stance that they are, this, they are in those situations because of their own poor choices, or the family's poor choices. Not recognizing that the institutional racism, the biased systems, and the unequitable treatment of those that are not part of white America has, handed, has a hand to play in the way that one lives. Even right here in Asheville, as I grew up in the South Side and West Asheville, and just to be exact, it was on Livingston Street right across from the now Editing Center and on Burton Street. Growing up in these two communities helped me to understand the struggle that we face today. 
No one wanted to walk through Livingston or Erskine or a depot during the times that I lived on Southside. The only people that walked through those communities are those that lived in that community. Now as I drive by for various reasons, I see more and more people walking through the streets. More specifically, more and more white people walking through the streets. And that's not a bad thing. But as we talk about the displacement of the black and brown people throughout our community, we must remember the part that we all play in this. As I drive through the Burton Street community, I see the gentrification of the community in which I grew up. My personal experience is watching my mom be enticed to sell her house, my childhood home, that my late grandparents helped her obtain, maintain, and upkeep. To be tricked to sell for nowhere near the value of the property. It saddens me for us to know that the history of that community, and yet we still do our part to change that community. Let's talk about Herodias and her mother. We are often seduced and seductress of ignoring, ignoring the power and the authority of the greater good. We can be consumed by our own need to keep our world just as it is. That we are willing to take the livelihood of someone else to maintain our own substance as we know it. We, uh, we, how can we claim to love the Lord and yet not love our own brothers and sisters? As Gandhi stated, our call is to be the difference that we want to see in the world. Yet if we change, uh, yet if that change affects how we show up in space, how we alter our behaviors, if it affects our status quo, we can seduce ourselves to believe that it doesn't affect us. There is nothing that we can do to help. We're just one person. However, I must remind us that Jesus, John the Baptist, Moses, Elijah, Elijah, Paul, Peter, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and many, many others were just one person. Look at the impact that one person can have on an issue when they just show up in space not for self-serving reasons, not to be seen in the space, but to truly make change in our community. One person is enough. So we must ask ourselves, what is seducing me to be engaged or not to be engaged? What is helping me justify not showing up or showing up? Let's lastly take a look at John the Baptist. John the Baptist trusted his faith. He trusted that if he stood for what is right, that God would protect him, even if it meant that he would lose his life. Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. John did not hear this statement. However, he definitely knew it. And because he was unwavering in his faith, he did lose his life. His life. We must be unwavering in our faith. The universal church, regardless of denomination, is called to be unwavering in our faith. The universal church is called to care for the widows, the orphans, the marginalized, and the oppressed. Our call is to serve, to serve in spirit and in truth. 
to be unwavering in our faith about all people being treated like people, regardless of how or where their origin comes from. Because, because if the truth be told, all of our existence comes from God. We are all made in his image. We are all physical replicas of God. However, we must be honest that when we stand for what we believe, when we speak up for injustices, when we stand for those that are oppressed and marginalized, we will run into the risk of being demonized. We will run into the risk of being imprisoned in a label of liberalism or a flame, a flan, flame flan, fanner, tongue twister this morning, or a race baiter. If we take the time to hear each other and listen to each other as human beings and as God's children, then we can bridge the racial divide that exists right here in our beautiful city of Asheville. We can work through our personal biases, our institutional racism, our structural oppression, and our prejudice that we all carry. We can stop seeing each other uh, as others when we can start hearing each other's experiences. We must realize and recognize that there are two city of Asheville's. There is one that is experienced by black and brown people and the one that is experienced by white people. And at the same time, the city claims to be diverse. However, true inclusion is left by the wayside. Diversity simply means that there's a differences around the table. Whereas inclusion means that those differences that are around the table have a voice, and that voice matters. So in closing, we all show up in different ways. The question that we must ask ourselves is how do we want to be viewed, and how do we want the world to be viewed? As Christians, our call is to be the voice for the voiceless, the friend to the homeless, the family to the orphans, the protector for the widows, the chain breakers for the oppressed, the one who shows unwavering faith in the face of hopelessness. How are we showing up? Are you Herod? Are you Herodias or her mother? Are you John the Baptist? We all show up as something. How are we showing up? May the word of God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding be with you all. God bless you.